From the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, the American Nightmare staring at the WrestleMania sign, realizing there is one more step to immortality. And let's not forget that not only did she enter number one, she suffered a spear at the hands of Beth Phoenix before this match even started. So I guess our big takeaway from tonight should be whoever she chooses at WrestleMania is in big, big trouble because Rhea Ripley is a genuine badass and a WrestleMania main eventer. Late to every episode. Late so much, I'm going to have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude. <laughs> I want to be a podcaster. Yay! His mother named Kenta. I'm going to call him Kenta. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you. <laughs> You're so high, you don't even know it. Oh, I'm a boy. You ready for a scotch ad? We don't know anything <laughs> about him. The only thing he's got in his wallet is a bunch of names of whorehouses. <laughs> That's flair. <laughs> <laughs> Probably look like Jim Duggan digging the tape out of his crotch. Benoit? Enjoy my wife. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my god, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording. What a dick. <laughs> I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist me hard. I need a minute to recover off that. What kind of game is it? War games! Let a war! War games! Our impressions. I have, yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark like a dog. <laughs> oh, 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 jeez. Holy shit. How did that actually happen? Here we go. Good wrestling day. It's me, the professor, Mark Fantasia. I'm back. I'm ready. It is Wednesday, and you know what, what that means. We're ready to rock and roll with another very big show. Because today we have multiple, uh, we'll say, heavy-weighted segments. you got news, fallout from Royal Rumble. We're going to be talking our Monday Night Wars. And we even have pretty interesting chat-worthy top topic when we talk about the evolution of the road to WrestleMania. Because, let's face it, this past weekend, Saturday night, we kicked off the official road to WrestleMania, and we did see that you got Cody Rose and Rhea Ripley both winning their respective Rumbles. Pretty on par with most people thought it was going to be. Uh, but I can't wait to break it all down this week. Plus, we have our uh, Bring It to the Table, Wrestler of the Week, and the man that really is the heart and soul of this F and show, O-D-M. 
Thanks for turning it over to me, Ron Jeremy. Appreciate the intro. I shouldn't have drank. I shouldn't have drank. Fuck yeah, you should have known better than it. that. Yeah, you should have known better than that. Go ahead. Do you Jesus want to say why? Christ. You're, you're, you're fucking that thing that's growing under your nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the day after the rumble, <clears throat> uh, I think partway through the chiefs Bengals game, wasn't even watching it, but that was roughly the same time. I was like, ah, I feel like I want to do something different with my face. And I came up with the new police chief of 1987. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much shave your head. You'll look like Dr. Phil. <laughs> Are you just looking up mustache jokes? I now? pretty much am. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I must ask you a question. What did you think of the Royal Rumble overall? <clears throat> On a level of boo to boo. I'd give it a boo. It was. It wasn't that great. It was not that great. So, I'm. I'm excited. We're. We're. For, I'm just. Spo- I'm spoiling it now. We're foregoing news. We have lots to talk about that happened in AEW and WWE. That's. That's our news. That is our news, and that's not a bad thing. It's not a you bad. Know, thing. I'd rather have not like shit news. I'd rather have our news be some really great results and things that happened. We both watched the Raw Triple X. Because we're like, yo, you throw three X's there. It's got to be like the Pirates movie. We're watching. That's why I have this mustache. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Be careful. You keep this up. You're going to be selling me diabetes medication. (laughs) It's a reference to Wilford Brimley for those of you that are not familiar. I know. Okay. Some of the listeners may not be familiar. I have the diabetes. So I... I'm very happy about that. Plus, we will also be talking about, uh, like I said, Raw Triple X. You have Jay Briscoe's actual real tribute show. I take back my comments from last week. And it was funny. As the day unfolded, or it was maybe even like Tuesday after everything's all edited and I'm ready to set things up and send it over and get the show going, I'm hearing... We're going to get Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal, a real tribute match on Jay Briscoe's birthday. I was like, ha mm-hmm. ha, oh, shit. And here I am calling Tony kind of pussy. <laughs> yeah, but, man. Hey, shit happens. You know, it took it took longer than it should have, but I think finally a cooler head's I'm okay with it, man. Eight yeah, days I later. Watched, or, yeah, I watched during darts. I had it on. All of it was a, man, some good moments. And we'll get into that. And, of course, we will be talking about the Royal Rumble. Uh, we both had different versions of how we did the Rumble. You had to do it the next day. Um, I had Lil John, Mrs. Lil John, and uh, my wife and my sister-in-law, which every time my sister-in-law, every time I say your name, she's like, oh, that bastard. Cause my name? Y- oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. From the bar years ago <laughs> yeah. at my gig. Why does it's- he always play your songs? He never plays songs <laughs> I request. I don't know what to tell you, man. And ever since then, she's like, yeah, your buddy Joe. <laughs> nah, so like we, everybody had a good time, and neither my sister-in-law or my brother-in-law had ever really watched wrestling. I mean, you may see things on TV or whatever, but they never really watched the whole show. And right. Later on, you know, we'll break it down, but it was really funny. As things were going, I was like, yo, it's 
wrestling. Um, a guy punted a baby into the crowd. Little John goes, 90-year-old lady gave birth to a giant hand from a big black guy. That's true. <laughs> I was like, wrestling. Because wrestling. Yeah. So it was actually a lot of fun. We had a good time, and we got some sounds. Like you got your sounds, and we'll talk about those a little bit later on. But let's talk about <laughs> Raw opens up with Hogan and Jimmy Hart. Jimmy looks like he has never aged. He looks the exact it's amazing. same. Um, Hogan had the same AEW mic issues, which was hysterical. It was like, hey, ever... Uh, um, the, oh, steroids. Uh, uh, my daughter, Brooke, uh, um, I hate black... And I'm right, no, something like that. Something like that. But he did get a, a conversation out, and I was like... It's weird how much they, they did out Mike. Was it the possible booze? And they were trying to cover it up with Mike issues and fuck around? Yeah. I'm not sure. <clears throat> it might have been. Who the fuck knows? Um, I actually do not see the name on here, but I will say uh, Ric Flair, who is one of the same billion legends that they bring back every time, he actually squashed a lot of beef, and one was with... Becky Lynch Becky. and yep. Seth Rollins, uh, yep. which I think was kind of cool, um, saying, look, I got no ill will towards you guys. And it, it's, I will say, uh, not to be sarcastic, it really does take a bigger man because he didn't have to. He's Ric Flair, and he doesn't yeah. feel like he has to apologize for shit. But he actually apparently, or not apparently, he does have respect for uh, both of them. Uh, and, and I'm not going to lie. So I had a quick moment during the the day of the Rumble. I was like, could CM Punk show up to this Rumble? Why I said it was because Rollins did an interview, and he was like, no, 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 Punk's a yeah, cancer. Keep him yeah. away. And it's, I was like, yeah. but Stay is home, he Phil. repeating the sentiments of Jericho, and they're going to maybe sign old Phil at some point? I. It was just, I had to entertain the idea for a moment. Ray ain't coming home. Ray ain't. Phil ain't wrestling again. So the moment of... <laughs> of uh, of Raw, for me, was the tribal court. This segment went over so much in time that Becky Lynch and Bailey's steel cage match was cut completely short. Like they did. Yeah, like there was no before. match. There was no match. Yeah, I was like, wow, they won't even make it up at the pay per view. It wasn't anything. just that too. You know what else went long was the fucking tag match they had. That went on for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah. So, Sami Zayn and the Tribal Court, you know, it's the whole... Are you with or really with, uh, with the bloodline or are you with Owens? And holy shit, the way Heyman was laying into him. He's like, he's a traitor. He, he Like, everything he was saying, I was like, wow. I'm kind of... Uh, was shocked the way that how hard he turned on him, but that's his tribal chief. I you got it, you, I get it. <laughs> and as I was sitting there watching, I go, Jay's gonna pick up the microphone and say something at some point. Everybody's got a microphone in front of them, so that's cool. When Solo went to thumb spike him, yep. And Jay, yep. I, I go, this has got to be the moment. And Jay popped up and stopped him. Crowd went nuts, and I was like, this just came. Way more full circle than most any would have ever anticipated for this storyline. Yep. Let's not forget, this did not start with Sammy and Roman and then, you know, Sammy and Jay. 
This goes all the way back to JB and the very first one who had to acknowledge Roman. And now he's turned his back on the bloodline. That, we're going to get to that <sighs> later. But but this you know right here. Oh. It's fucking Donnie Brasco. It is. Oh, my gosh. Jay's and, fucking Al Pacino. Sammy's oh. fucking Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, what was that Survivor Series when he gave him a hug? Uh-huh. It was like the, I knew it was you. Like, it was yeah, you. You right? could just tell. The... The thing with Jay, I man, it's who would have ever thought that an Uso would have had so much character and so much real life. You let him just be himself on the mic, and yeah. I like him. I'm a huge oh, fan 100%. of him. And it was great so, because they they even did again that tag match took way too long, it but did. it was cool that they free birded Sammy in. <gasps> Dude, and then so it's Sammy and Jay, and they and did the, the pop the was 3D. massive. Yeah, yeah, it was oh massive. My God, and we still have. Actually, we, at that point, uh, was like so. I didn't. There at that moment, five days earlier, I did not think that Sammy was leaving the bloodline anytime soon. I thought that those actions right there stood for everything. And you know, and Roman said after that, I don't want to see him yeah. all the way up until. Uh, Royal Rumble, which right. SmackDown was hysterical. Him showing up in a hoodie, all like, but he goes <laughs> over to Jay, and Jay's like, "Hey, yo, you got to get out of here, man." I'm like, "This has become one of the best storylines I've watched. This to me surpasses no doubt in my mind the MJF CM Punk storyline. I liked it. I thought it was good for what sure it lived. was. It was, but I said that it's one of the best." Telling storylines of the last several years, it's more straightforward. Like it's more Cena straightforward. And- this is more. Sure. This is more dramatic, <clears throat> and it as is. opposed to you know. But think about how every dramatic storyline WWE has ever had. Think about Cena and Nexus, shit like that. Just I'm, Nexus is all I need to say, and you'll understand what I'm saying, right? It just the weird ebbs and flows. This right here has been. It doesn't matter what they do. If they went out in in the bloodline playing musical chairs, you would buy it. Yep. A bit extreme, yep. but yeah, you're on point. I got what you're saying. I shouldn't be saying that with this mustache. <laughs> I just saw myself in the, the corner of this. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Did you buy a new panel van there in the background? <laughs> Free candies on the side. So, yeah, they so, did retain the tag titles. Um, I'll let you talk about the next part. I want to get your reaction. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually tease it even more because I'm gonna put something in there that I completely forgot about it. Fucking JBL. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. I before you get there, I, there's one thing I did like Roman to Jay or to Sammy. You should thank him. He just bought you time. That was so fucking good, so dramatic. It makes Roman look like one of the most credible heels. In a very long time in wrestling. It was yeah, MJF, time. he's great on the mic, right? But the way Roman has come into his own, holy mm-hmm. shit. It's been yep. fantastic watching this. Absolutely. He's pulled the rock. He's yep. pulled the rock because at first everybody was cheering that he was a heel. Yeah, they were, and then they were cheering, die, Rocky, die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, there you go. Um, yeah, so there was a segment. It was, you know, it was JBL and Baron Corbin walking backstage. I'm talking about playing a poker game. So naturally, you hear poker game, you know where you're going to go. And they see Godfather there at the clipboard. Love the Godfather. You know, I don't see your name on the list. I don't see your name on the list. Farouk comes out, 
I do that whole thing. The best part was like, you know, they give them money. Like, oh, yeah, your name's right here. Look at that. Ha, 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 ha. Let's go to the card game. They go through the door and they go the other side. And it's blatantly, they didn't even try to hide it. It's literally just the door frame with a door. It's just standing there by itself. So oh, no, that's how it. they used to do a lot of the uh, old APA things. Though. I don't they used remember to do that. Back that. In the day. Like 2000, they used to do that, 2002, 3-ish. <laughs> it was just a, but, a door. But it was great because they did, they did have uh, Medusa there, and she had the women's title on the table, and somebody said yep. something about throwing it in the trash can, and that was just a, a funny throwaway moment. You know, it was good for what it was worth. Which, speaking of her... That was your legend for the night for women, and it pissed off the Bellas. They were upset oh God. because I, I'm sad that I actually listened to that. Yeah. Well, they were supposed to be there because they were going to hang out with Vader that night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right, I so. want to get this is what I want to get your yeah. take on. This okay. all starts with I would assume I always want to call him Eli Drake, but it's right. LA, LA Knight. Knight. L.A. Knight. So L.A. LA Knight is in uh, the ring, kind of promo, obviously, Ombre. And, uh, dude, I called this, like, I knew right away. I fucking knew right away what was going to happen. Knight's doing his promo, and fucking gong. The crowd explodes. Now, I'm interested in your uh, approach, because while I hate the song... It was good to see this persona because it keeps it real. Cornette disagrees. Cornette said, well, you just ruined it. I don't think he did. It turns from No, the that's gong. pretty much how he left, man. He left yeah. in... I mean, okay, fine. His Hall of Fame speech was in, you know, dark, modern shit. Yeah, But modern, his last match was against AJ Styles, and that was Boneyard. Now, I totally <laughs> get people do not like the American badass persona. Lil John said the same thing, and I go... But for what was done in the time of during the Attitude Era, mm. it needed to be done because a dead mythical creature just right. wasn't going to fit in an attitude of puppies and blood and all the things that we were seeing, right? It can only go so far. And the Ministry of Darkness kind of, I think that was the end of it. Like to That show was you, definitely like, the end. Right. So they needed that little difference. Yeah. Good and fine. This right here, though, isn't American badass taker? That was Mark Calloway coming. That out. was Mark Calloway. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. And it was cool. He 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 rides the bike around, you know, the ring and fucking. He parks it. He goes in, and then Yo, Bray one of the turns, I was like, Whoo-hoo-hoo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, he, he was did. You hit could see it. The... He even reacted that way. He even reacted that way. Not his. Not going to be his last issue with that bike tonight. So he parks it. He fucking gets in the ring, you know, and he doesn't even say anything. He basically just steps to LA Knight and he's like, yeah, no, I'm t- yeah, no, no fucking way. He starts backing out. Bray starts coming in. Bray gets in the ring. Taker fucking grabs his throat, going to hit the choke slam. He stops. He looks at Bray. He just shoves LA Knight into Bray. Bray grabs him. Sister Abigail, he's down and he disappears for the night. We never see him again. Taker starts walking by Bray. He stops. And he looks at him, leans in, whispers. They look at each other, kind of nods his head, and he gets on the bike. And it takes him about a minute and a half to start the bike up to the point where a guy in the crowd right there in front of him was pointing, no, man, you got to pop the clutch, bro. You got to pop the clutch. (laughs) I'm like, bro, you're a bike rider. You had a bike gang. How can you not start that fucking thing? That was was the only thing I didn't like. That's the only thing I didn't like. (laughs) Um. 
it, it's funny because a lot of people are saying this is the proverbial passing of the torch. It, it, you know, him whispering right. something to him. Right. I think that's kind of a deep stretch to say that that's exactly what that was. However, cool moment. I liked it. Um, the I, I, I'm sure you're probably doing the same thing I'm about to right now. Oh yeah, um, I got it. Oh yeah, I could not stop laughing at the memes. The <laughs> memes of Undertaker whispering in Bray Wyatt's ear, and I have a couple, and I think you have a couple. We just saved a couple of our favorites because, damn it, some of them were just so good. Um, why don't you go ahead and go first? Where's the bathroom? <laughs> Okay. Second Aunt Viv was way better. <laughs> Hot take, but I'm almost with you on that one. Right? <laughs> uh, it's cool that your dad brought you with him tonight. The outside apron is way harder. <laughs> there you go. Can you help me start the motorcycle? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> Why are you dressed like a high school guidance counselor? <laughs> oh, this is my last one. It's my favorite, but I got a pre-ask. Arrested development? No. Uh, Not for negative reason, just, you know. No, 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 it's fine. There's always money in the banana stand, which it's a big part of the show within the first couple of episodes, and it's not giving anything away, but... They need money. And he's like, the the one father, he's like, oh, well, there's always money in the banana stand. And he's like, what, selling bananas? That's bullshit. Come to find out, he, like, put money inside the walls of the banana stand to hide it there. Uh, so it's kind of an on-running joke. There's always money in the banana stand. I don't know why, but I marked out so hard. Just him just leaning and going, hey, there's always money in the banana stand. Just so yeah, many no. good fucking... You have other ones? Uh, I have a couple more. Uh Sorry, Vince is back. Yeah. My my <laughs> balls itch. <laughs> I made more money tonight than your entire contract is worth. Oh, amen. And then finally, ever make love to a man? <laughs> Want to? <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, that's the follow-up. There you go. Is that uh, Bad Boys 2, right? Bad Boys 2, yeah. Reggie. <laughs> Who the fuck is Reggie? Oh my god, I love that though. You ever made love to a man? No, you want. You want. Oh, be careful what you say, man. He may bitch slap you on stage. He might. He might. Um. So we talked about the cage match never happened. My. God damn it! I shouldn't be laughing and smiling at this moment of the night. Came from DX yeah. with Kurt Angle. Yeah. Road dog, plumpy as ever. And does his little beginning and shtick and then goes to point over to the badass Billy Gunn. But you see Kurt Angle standing there. And he stops. He just stops dead because he goes, and the bet. It was perfect. It was. And the whole, I've just always wanted to be a part of this group. (laughs) And when everyone got face to face with Walter, that was so fun. yeah, I, I'm retired, man. I can't do this. No, I, I can't. No way. Nope. Nope. I. What was it? I think some someone said like they had a stubbed toe or some shit. Like I can't do this tonight. I don't do remember the specific lines, but it was great the way they all did it. It was good. It's classic. Um, so not a bad raw triple X. I liked it. 
Yeah, it was. It had its moments. Again, three hours. It it could have been. And the way I look right now, I've started better triple X's. You you could start telling people that you've been in them, and they'd probably just believe you. Been in them or the... Okay, so let's talk about AEW. Um, I'm over Starks in action and Dreddy and Jericho and Guevara. Yeah. All right, man, I I know I did this to you before I I brought this up, but I listed like two straight years of Dynamite, and not one match was ever repeated unless it was like match two, and it was like six months later. That's we're just getting the same shit That's over, over. over. Hey, little fun fact. Did you know that Ricky Starks is tight with The Undertaker? I didn't. Did you know that Ricky Starks was with Cody Rose at the Royal Rumble? I did. So does everybody else now. Crazy shit. <laughs> I know, right? You know that he probably had a conversation with someone there. He, again, he's, he's friends with Taker. Taker's his boy. Over. He's yeah. over. He's, got, he's good on the mic. He... He has that. Put him with the bloodline. Because <laughs> he looks like The Rock. <laughs> Profiling? So, uh, they finally were going to get the Jay Briscoe tribute, the package, everything the video, that we yeah. wanted. And first, I'm not going to lie, the video package of him. Yeah, it's rough, man. <laughs> like, holding back tears, dude. Um, yeah, it was rough. Especially the part that I, I actually shared a video that I saw. Of him dancing with his daughter, doing like a TikTok thing, right? And oh yeah, yeah. They even that was put great. that in there, like him great. being a father. Um, it was it was rough, and I'm gonna skip to the end for a moment here. But Mark Briscoe defeated Jay Lethal with the effing Jay Driller, and I was like, oh man, dude, Jay Lethal came out. Already in tears. He was in tears like, before and after the match. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did we get the Tembell salute? I don't remember hearing one, but again, I had it on during no. darts. Okay. And I, the only thing that I went back and watched was the match because I wanted to sit and actually pay attention to the match. The match was fucking stellar. It was, it was stellar. For, it, it, and it's funny because everybody's like, wow, it's really weird to see Mark being a singles wrestler. And he was in a Ring of Honor TV champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they went, they did their separate things. They came course, in separate, yeah. as we talked about. Uh, the match was great, but Lethal came in crying, yeah. and Mark came Seems out fine. like it was another fucking Wednesday night. I loved it. And you watch him pull Lethal in when they hug before the match. Hmm. And this is just me guessing, right? You know, but like the dude's crying, yo. Quit fucking crying. Jay wouldn't like this shit. Let's get out there. Let's yeah. do our shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. And the the match, like you said, stellar for what exactly the moment of what it was. Yeah. Man, when everybody came out on the ramp afterwards, oh, yeah. it oh my god! And when he lifted his arms in the air with both titles, I was mm. like, oh my god! And yeah, that was fucking. There was great. one part I was thinking was going to happen. And I'm like, it would disrupt every bit of AEW storyline, but not every bit of it, but just a storyline. But fuck it, because it sucks anyway. I wanted, after the match, Mark to say, I want you to hold this title with me, and let's keep Oh, I thought he was going to leave one in the ring. That's what I thought. I thought he was actually, it it was that or drop both. Yeah. No, and actually there's been reports that he's carrying on, so something's going to have to happen, whether they put him with somebody or he just says, fuck it, it'll be handicapped. 
It'll be me versus and the match won't you. happen until Supercard of Honor. That's the rest. Well, he's able again. to be on. He's a, he's able to be on AEW television now. Yeah. So did you like that? Warner Brother Media was like, oh, or whatever it is. They were like, well, uh, it's because of his comments that he made. All right, well, fuck it. He's not here to make those comments. Oh, well, it was also the Confederate flag. Well, fucking find one thing and stick to it, dude. Because, yeah, hey, Tony, I will give it to you. The crowd even was thank- saying thank you, Tony, during the middle of the match, and I will give it to you. Dude, I, I pull back on my you're a pussy comments. I understand you were under a constraint. I mean, what are you going to do? Get sued over uh, doing a whole tribute over someone when they said you can't. However, getting Mark doing the tribute, everything you did, I go, okay, I'm happy. I'm okay with this again. Yeah. Two things I took away from this. One, I love redneck kung fu. Oh, he's always been great. I've always loved him with that. It's it's my new favorite thing. Yeah. 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 He's fucking fantastic. (laughs) With the missing teeth, too. Yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if you noticed this. The atmosphere for this match, at least at the very beginning was very New Japan. It was Sound quiet. Up. It was quiet. Yeah. And then a spot, a good spot would happen. You'd get some clapping. It went quiet again. And then by the end, everybody it was, was fucking... taking in the respect and the tribute yeah. of what the match was. It was beautiful. Being like, we're not going to cheer for one versus the other. It was, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Well, fucking reach for the sky, boy. Amen. Uh, all right. Well, why don't you talk about the rest of... Uh, because I actually watched it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For once, I'll let you give me your. Uh, yeah, thoughts. so Darby Allen, Darby Allen took on Buddy Matthews. I guess I get some of the hate Buddy Matthews get, you know, with the House of Black thing not working out. But man, he's a fucking great wrestler. He really well, is a hate, good wrestler. I think anybody he's got on him is he's got Rhea and we don't. Yeah. Wait, is he with Rhea? Yeah. No shit. Huh. Yeah. Lucky Just bastard. A picture with the uh, under boob. Well, it's a good thing everybody knows she's a wrestler. Otherwise, he'd be getting arrested for domestic violence case uh, this morning. You see the pictures of her? Yeah, her face, yeah. Woo! Uh, Yeah, so uh, Arben, uh, Darby Allen obviously retains. It was a solid match. It was all right. But the best part was after the match. I'm sorry. I I couldn't. You lost me. You said Arben. So, yeah, you I say know. Darby yeah, I know. and Allen. Yeah. You said yeah. Arben, and I, I'm sorry, I couldn't move past it. Just I like the name Arben. Arben. Well, we'll, we'll run with it. Arben. Uh, after the match, Shivani fucking gets in the ring, and the ref is helping him up, and Shivani's like, "So, uh, Darby, uh, who you think you're gonna face next for the title?" Darby can barely speak. The ref's holding him up. I'm like, "This is fucking stupid." Well, then Samoa then you knew did- it was gonna be. What it was, someone's gonna come out and right say something and exactly. It was, Wendy or Darby. <laughs> hey, Joe can still cut uh, a very believable promo these days, and basically they're looking for the rubber match. Uh, so you know we're gonna get that, which is really funny because here is what I'm saying tonight. They have painted themselves into this weird corner of one match is Darby versus Joe three. And tonight is also John Moxley and Hangman, their third match. Mm-hmm. Three, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you're doing that many repeats all of a sudden. The three, yeah, the three matches should be at three pay-per-views. It should take a year. Yes. If it's well, worth it. Uh, hang on. And some I of them aren't. <laughs> it, if it's a short feud, fine. But I, 
I don't know. What I was kind of hoping was that Joe was going to say, I because he said, I'm the king of TV. I'm taking that TNT title back. I'm going to be the, the television champion for Ring of Honor. Merge the titles. Let's start merging some of this shit together. Hate to say <sighs> it, but now the Briscoes are, are not going to be a team anymore. FTR dropped them. I could absolutely be A-OK with them merging AEW and Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Why? You're, you can barely put together a million people on a Wednesday night. And now you're going to put a random show together. of. It's not your Ring of Honor roster anymore, man. This is a completely different roster. You should look at so, it as buying the intellectual property. Run, Start running B pay-per-view shows under the AEW banner, but use the Ring of Honor names. Mm-hmm. Why? It's not that hard, dude. No. You can fucking be a mark don't and still... don't do TV shows out of it, man. Make no. it like your AEW dark kind of people are now Ring of Honor. Whatever you want to do to keep it that... But merge some championships. And then maybe yeah. by the end of this year, you should definitely be merging AEW and the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yep. 100%. Won't happen. Just what you should it do. It won't happen. <clears throat> no, no. At least we can come to agreement on that. Uh, next, you get Jungle Hook defeating Ethan Page and Matt Hardy. Nobody cares. Over it. Uh, uh, next, I had I had as stupid as it fucking was. I did get one chuckle out of it. They did that fucking family therapy session with the guns and the acclaimed and Billy Gunn, and it was so lame. Except at one point, I think it was I think it, it was I think it was Bowens goes, "You guys are the two two biggest piece of craps I ever seen in my fucking life," or something like that. And I popped for that. But other than that, it was pretty fucking lame. And I'm not being sarcastic because I've done the song before, but it really was like, Daddy wasn't there. It really was just like, you weren't there for us, Daddy. And it was, it is weird how it's playing out, but I kind of feel like Billy is going to turn on Acclaimed. Yeah, and probably. We'll have it, the new tag champs mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. gun club who mm-hmm. absolutely do not deserve it. No, they don't. And that's the problem is... It would work if you were going to go that route, but I don't think it can. But if you but, do it, have them beat them, right? And that's part of their own feud with the Acclaim, but then you have someone else just sweep right in next week and win the tag titles. You know what I mean? Like, well, shit happens. Like, I'm okay. Everybody used to say, oh, there's way too many title changes back in the Attitude Era. You're right, but you know, some of them you needed to do to get yeah. one to the other. Yep, pretty much, yeah. Transitional champs. Uh, let's see. Next, Brian Danielson defeated Brian Cage in what was a pretty fucking brutal match, man. They fucking played on Cage's strength, and basically MJF turned him into a headhunter or a shoulder hunter and said, I want you to take out his arm and shoulder. And that's what the match, that was the story of the match. This match, whether you liked it or not, kind of told a pretty cogent story. So you know, before again, you mention this next part, before you get to this, be- the best part of this whole thing, first, way better match than I thought it was going to be with Cage. Second, it was. I loved Danielson's promo backstage when the doctor was checking him out, and he was like, I've won matches. I wrestled a 60-minute Ironman match with one arm, and I'll do it again. He did in Ring of Honor. He had like a, a like a torn so- shoulder or some shit like that. And you, you'll never even be my doctor again or whatever it was and got pissed. It, the way he was fired up, I go, oh, shit, this is good. Because I'm used to seeing a very toned-down Brian Danielson. You know what I mean? Sure, like with, I, uh, with yeah. what you get. This was, to me, that's Ring of Honor Danielson. Yep. Him, the fighting machine. I'm going to kick your fucking head in. Mm-hmm. That was his exact motto. 
Yeah. I love this. He's not going to win the title, but I'm in. Yeah. I'll be honest, man. I had a little bit of a problem with that backstage promo because at the beginning, it was a little scripty. Like, it was it was almost like purposely bad acting. It was it was a little I'm bit with you now. Now, once they got into it and we, I got past that, I agree with you. And I think, again, you know me, I didn't watch a lot of Ring of Honor, but from what I've been seeing on Twitter and on Facebook is that a lot of people are making that reference that this is Ring of Honor, Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. If now I get it, man. You wanted to invest your time into Danielson, or to MJF, and you did. You made him the champion. Good job. However... There is a part of me that thinks it won't hurt MJF if he dropped that title. Why I say this, and you can make it in certain ways that, whatever, like a fucking screwy finish. If you want to really save AEW and make it the alternate product as opposed to WWE, because right now you're following suit in storylines, family therapy, Jesus Christ, how many times have I seen that in WWE? You had Alexa Bliss and Bailey, Kane and Daniel Bryan. You know, it's it's not the first, man. It won't be the last. You want to do something that is different, but people want to come and watch? Let Danielson win the title. You let him and Joe have a pay-per-view. You let him and Cesaro have a pay-per-view. Let those guys get at it. You know what I mean? Someone wrote recently, it is fucking criminal that 10 years solid, Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins were in the same company together and never had one pay-per-view match with each other one-on-one. Criminal. Yeah. Because you're not utilizing them. I'm not saying he has to be your world champion. I'm saying... Go back to what you were doing in AEW the first month or two. What you were thinking about, dead on. Don't don't go back to that method. Yeah, again, I don't know how much they can write the ship. Uh, but, no. yeah, so after the match, uh, MJF comes down and they just beat the shit out of him even more. Yeah. Which leads to that segment. Uh, we're going to blow by this Wait, next one. which leads to next week, please. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, after the Ruby Soho beat Tony Storm, because there's really much, much more to talk about there, uh, they cut backstage. MJF's gotten a promo. Uh, he, he references, he goes, he goes, and Takeshita, I know how to say me. I say your name now, but honestly, take a shit was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and he just, you know, he does, he does what MJF does. He cuts a really good promo on Danielson, basically says, I'm going to fucking ruin you. I'm going to destroy you. And he says, and now let me give you a little insight into next week's opponent. And I'm like, this is going to be lame. And it fucking, they show the graphic, and I'm like, holy shit. Timothy fucking Thatcher. It is literally, literally the perfect person for Danielson to fight. You just wrecked his shoulder. Now you're going to put him in with one of the most notorious stretchers in the business. Fucking brilliant. Tonight is going to be a great match. I can't mm-hmm. wait for that one. Oh, yeah. It's going to no, be a good it's gonna one. be a banger. So we fast forward, man. Let's uh, we we did talk a little bit, you know, about what happened on SmackDown, um, but really Royal Rumble was the biggest takeaway or things that we want to talk about. So, all right, I coerced, not coerced, no, I I told everybody I said, Lee, if you want to make Royal Rumble fun before you come here, so there would be six people all together, 
everybody bring five dollars and you pull five numbers out of a hat one through 30 and so if you pull number 26 and it's our truth well you should be cheering for our truth to win this rumble because then you mm-hmm. win the pot gotcha uh i was like but that's later on so i go don't worry you'll have time they're going to show you the women's rumble first i said which is great you'll get an idea of what it's like what you have to deal with pat mcafee comes out big surprise we were like okay yeah. all right I, I actually, I had said, I go, he's going to be in the Rumble. He's going to be right ringside. And I go, look at the boots. And Lil John goes, actually, he wears sneakers when he wrestles. Those are just regular cowboy boots. I go, fucking A, you're right. He's not going to be in the Rumble. And he wasn't. Good call. And all of a sudden, they go, this is the men's Royal Rumble. I go, are you shitting me? That's what I said. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're starting with this? And I was like, then it's got to be Cody. It's going to be the obvious yeah. thing that it's Cody. Um, fast forwarding towards the end of the match, uh, Marty. Uh, oh yeah, me. Yeah, and he wrote, "What's up, Marty? Why am I supposed? Yeah, why am I supposed to cheer for number thirty as a face? What what is that like? The whole point of the thirty is supposed to be a threat." You know what I mean? It's like, why are you? Cheering? It's a shitty. It doesn't way to have do it, to be. Everybody I, I knew since everybody knew. It was well, everybody Cody, it was knew, especially because it, yeah, because you knew Cody was going to be in it, and he didn't show so you up. Should have put him at twenty nine and thirty as your surprise. I've been fine with Booker fucking T at that. What? Point. What? Yeah. What's a Washington? Really? So. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, the funniest thing, my sister in law has never watched wrestling a day in her life. But she's been very supportive. She's the mother of my niece, the one that when she saw me geek out and see him punk return that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to see what, what professors like. And do you want to know what she draws for numbers? Number one and number 30. I handed her the money. Before the match was over, because yep. it came Good down call. to Cody and Gunther. I go, get the fuck out of here. Are you shitting me? And she goes, match isn't over. I go, you have both guys. It doesn't matter. This is bullshit. So it's funny because the night before I was like, should we do this? And my wife was like, ah, let's do it for clout. What the fuck is clout? I don't do things for clout. I do things for money. Let's do it for that. <laughs> Obviously with a mustache like that. Right. So, oh, wow, 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 wow. What, you want to ride? Anyway. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. So, the women's rumble, we said, all right, everybody keeps the same numbers. Let's just see who would have won if we oh, bet Jesus on this one. Christ. <laughs> and she won that one on clout. Yep. I go, this girl won money and clout. <laughs> Are you shitting me? There you go. It was fun, but so... All right, high spots, low spots of this rumble. I'm going to see what I can remember. Uh, To begin with, men's rumble. Kofi missing the chair. Solid. Dude, he went right in his fucking heed. Because they cut away away quick, pretty quick. But he hit the chair, and I'm like, 
and I saw what happened. It looked like it looked like Peter Griffin falling down the stairs in Family Guy. It was that animated. He hit the it's chair like his legs like, were up and <laughs> cocked in the air, like everything's broken. He yep. went heat first, right? And then he you know, so Kofi was laying there going, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> But it's funny because the announcers are like, but his feet didn't touch. You go, he's fucking dead. <laughs> uh, he had one foot that was at the chair. I think I missed this, though. Oh, um, you said that Escobar oh, almost God. killed Lesnar. No, Lesnar almost, Lesnar almost killed Escobar. Oh, okay. What happened? Yeah, almost killed by Lesnar. So Lesnar comes in. He does his cleaning house thing. And they did the wide, it happened at the wide shot when the timer was going down for the next person. He caught Escobar and he did the Scott Hall fall away slam. Mm -hmm. The thing is, Lesnar didn't fall down. He just chucked him backwards over his head out of the ring. (laughs) But Escobar landed back first on the edge of the apron, which you know is the hardest part of the ring. That's what Taker said to Wyatt. (laughs) So, yeah, it was pretty fucking brutal looking. Yeah, it was brutal looking. Gunther, Sheamus, and McIntyre, your three biggest guys in the the match, stayed in there and had a... It was an awesome match. The best Um, part about... I'm sorry, go ahead. Guess who I had? Fucking in my numbers? Chad Gable. Ray Mysterio. Oh. (laughs) I was like, are you shitting me? Oh, that's the wager you were referring to. Okay. Yep. Mrs. Little John, she was like, oh, I got this guy. All of a sudden, shoosh, because you just said Chad Gable. He comes to the ring, thrown out right away. She goes, well, there goes another fucking dollar. Like, we were all just cracking up about this. By the way, chicken nuggets were flowing, had a lot of good food. Oh, I'm sure. Little John and his wife made some tremendous uh, Philly cheesesteak sliders. Bruh. Mm. Nice. And guess what? Guess what Little John saw that you didn't see? Me at the end of the pay-per-view, awake. (laughs) (laughs) Sunshine's on a dog's ass every once in a while. So it was just bullshit that Cody came out number 30. Uh, I don't really care. We we said it. We're like, if there's going to be anybody that comes to this Rumble as a surprise, it's going to be Booker T because they are in... San Antonio. They're in Texas. He's the closest mm. thing. You're not going to use Taker. I thought it was from Harlem. Use... <laughs> so it was every Globetrotter. Um, and he also... Oh, Jesus, you made me lose my mind. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. You know what's funny is that your little stupid quirk just reminded me, though. Not only was it cool that on Raw, Taker had that moment with Wyatt, there's a picture that I saw online of Percy Pringle, which is brother mm-hmm. love, uh, brother. I'm sorry, uh, Paul Bear, in a picture with him and Eli Drake from Eli Drake. Yep. And I'm like, wow, how cool! Full circle that. Pretty is. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It probably it meant a lot of things to everybody in that moment. It was actually one of the better shows that had like your extras. Right. Uh, I'll give you that. But back to the Rumble. Um, it was goddamn inevitable that Cody was going to win. Did we need a 20-minute back-and-forth one-on-one match like it was Taker and Michaels in 2007? However, how about this shit? In 2007, Undertaker in San Antonio came in at number 30, won the Rumble. 
Cody comes in in San Antonio, number 30, wins a Rumble. The Texans only have so big of an attention span as to... Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, spoon feed him, you know? My favorite part was, uh, listen, uh, Gunther, every big name that came in squared up with Gunther. That was dope. Like and like and everybody Lesner. popped every single fucking time, including Lesnar. I think they popped the biggest for that one. Because uh, that's been rumored as a WrestleMania match, right? I think it has potential to be good. We'll see what happens. Um, Logan Paul was there. I was like, okay, all right. The only cool spot was, and again, because it was so dumb, but I loved it. Just was everybody being the shit out of Logan Paul, and then him and Ricochet having a face, and be like, you want to do this? You want to do this? Let's go. And they both springboard and literally just run into each other midair. Fucking hilarious. Uh, I'm with you on that. It was it was funny. It was great in the moment. We were all like, whoa, holy shit. Could you fucking believe it? Like, You know what I'm saying? And then after it was over, I was like, the fuck does that have to do with the Royal Rumble? Yeah, you know much. what I mean. Like it, it took a second. Spot, spot, I'm like, spot, that spot, was spot. Exactly. Get your shit in. Let me ask you a question. When you were younger, did you ever break open a highlighter, put it in a bottle with water, like a liquor bottle, and then put on a black neon light and then let things glow? I did. I thought Naomi was going to come did. out. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm a You're a fan of The Office, right? Oh yeah. All I could think about was when Dwight uses the black light in the hotel room, and he goes, "Oh my god, what is that everywhere?" He goes, "It's either blood, semen, or urine." He goes, "God, I hope it's urine." <laughs> And that's all I can think about throughout this whole match. Every splatter, I'm like, is that semen? Is that urine? (laughs) And no, the funny thing is, this is when we all ate. We were all eating during this. We're like, well, fuck the the last match. All right, that was weird. Whatever, it took too long. Um, It's funny because one of my guys was Braun Strowman. The number I had eighteen uh, or whatever, and I had to piss so bad. And I go, let me see who is it. And it was Braun Strowman. I go, cool. I'm going to pee. They're like, don't you want to see what he's gonna do? <laughs> he ain't winning. And <laughs> yeah. I just went running back to the bathroom. Um, it was, I the match was what it was. I don't get it. It, it had blood, semen, and urine all over the place. And Uncle Howdy apparently, uh, which has been rumored to be Bo Dallas, right, was not able to see the X. The landing spot. Or L.A. Knight. <laughs> L.A. Knight had to roll towards him after he fucking hit. Like, oh, yeah, you got me. You got me. It was brutal. Overshot. Like, I, if his knees even touched L.A. Knight's head, I would have been yeah. shocked. We. That's when Lil John and I got back to the room just in time to see that ending. The rest of it, I was like, I'm not in this, man. It was, but, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But let me this ask match, you a question. Th- yeah. Did this match do anything for you? Uh, makes me want to drink a Mountain Dew Pitch Black. He sold him a fucking drink. <laughs> so what is it? What does it taste like? All right. So the label says, with a blast of dark citrus punch flavor with other natural flavors, it's grape Mountain Dew. Oh, all right. That's it's not cool. bad. It's not bad. I'm a grape guy kind of guy. Yeah. 
So the match that we consumed chicken nuggets through was Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, much as I like and Bianca, I don't like to see this. Band. Alexa or Alexa, I'm sorry, Jesus, wow, that's weird. Uh, Little John called it that this match would be up next. He goes, it's going to run perfect with the Uncle Howdy setup and everything with Wyatt. It went back to back, and it sure did. Um, it was just a couple of videos or whatever, or like a little graphics, and then that's it. I'm like, eh, all right, you fell short. That's a that's a raw segment ending to me. Now, yep. look, at, I already, I did say it in my post, and I'll, I'll bring it up again. Certain things, I think, could have been held to a TV setting. However, certain things can be done with on pay-per-view, and that's perfect for your payoff. We'll get there in a moment. Rhea Ripley starts at number one, and they're like, she broke the record in history, the first woman ever. Of four fucking years. Okay, dude? Like, like it's funny how they're, like, eh. oh my god, it, it, whatever, I don't care. It's... I think our society looks for reasons to give a goddamn ribbon to someone for no yep. reason. Like, it, and it's all of a sudden they're like, called. did you know that Kofi Kingston is the first guy to have dreads and hold all of the wrestling titles? It's fucking, yeah. Anyway, Rhea Ripley gets her shit busted up early in the match, <clears throat> bleeding from the nose, and fought on. We have damage control. They took care of a lot of shit, which was great. Oh, they yeah. got rid of a lot of people. That, like Becky Lynch. That was but the, the best part was them getting um, eliminated right after Becky. So they just continued yes. to brawl on the floor. That works. You know, furthers the plot. I got to be honest. Right now, <laughs> all right, you could do Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, but you'd have to go way out of nowhere yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. I would absolutely be okay if at WrestleMania you had a cage match with Bailey and Becky Lynch. Hold it off to then. Yeah. You could build that, that be better. I would be better off with that than I would be a random Rousey. Nothing even – where was she? She wasn't at the pay-per-view. Yeah, neither was Charlotte. Peely, the play. The play. Um, <laughs> Chelsea Brooks – or, I'm sorry, Chelsea Brooks. That, that was uh, – yeah, uh, she was a – in uh, TNA – Chelsea Green, which is Matt Cardona's wife, she broke record. What would she do at the time? Yeah, I feel like Here's five your seconds. Fucking and, and I didn't even think it was fucking five seconds. She fucking Santino. She, she got Santino Morella. I wasn't ready. Oscar came with the out. Mustache. Crowd was ready. Oh yeah, she I was, popped. And when she took off the mask, it's the old Kana persona. Which is, you know, the murder clown, the the crazy Joker-like woman. Yeah, pretty much. crowd went nuts when she removed that mask. I was I did. like, holy yeah, shit, here we go. Um, Yeah, I'll let you say this last part. <laughs> Nia Jax was in at number 30, and she's back and bigger than ever. <laughs> say what you said to me in the text. <laughs> Bitch looks like she ate the rock. <laughs> <laughs> We're all waiting for The Rock to show up. Here he is. It sorry, was, not sorry. But can we talk about the fact that before they even hit eight, they're like 10, 9, Nia Jackson. Here she is. <laughs> it was hard to explain it to everybody in the room is because, you know, they're all new to it. And I was like, it's so fucking annoying. And, you know, John and I were like, 
fuck it, whatever. And then when she came in, he's like, she's going to break noses. And I was like, oh, my God, here Probably. we go. Probably. And it took every woman in the ring to get rid of her. And I don't know. I, I'd take a run. So, anyway, you have the main event. You got Roman Reigns versus KO. Look at the stash, bro. Um, there were some great parts in this match. <laughs> but what would be a Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens match without one crazy-ass botch? Last year, Oof. it was the handcuffs. This one, Kevin Owens thought I could jump from one rope to the other and do a backflip, no problem, or a moonsault. He hit the first rope and just went down. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough it's not one. good. Yeah, there was no point. So, bueno. you had that, um, but, all right, go ahead, talk about the ending here. Uh, all right, so, uh, you know, lots of reversals, lots of false finishes. Roman wins the match and uh, breaks out the handcuffs, handcuffs uh, Owens to the ropes after they get, they beat the shit out of him for a little bit. They're still beating the shit out of him. Owens ate a dozen super kicks, and they were pretty spot on, and they weren't fucking whiffing his face. They landed. Most of them landed. Uh, so yeah, Owens that's a hard is, thing to explain to yeah. people who are new to watching wrestling. They're right. like, why is he alive? Yeah. Uh, his head's hanging. He's selling great. Uh, and basically, Roman hands the chair to uh, Sammy because everybody else has gotten a shot in except for Sammy. Like, here's the chair, man. You got to do it. You got to do it. And at one point, Roman turns away, and Sammy looks like he's going to wind up, and you don't know who he's going to hit, and he hesitates. Roman turns back around. And the crowd built up right oh, yeah. there. So I'm going to give a, a, a preface. Last night, I decided to rewatch the entire ending of this. Because mm. I wanted to be fresh for our, our our podcast. So well done. So well done where he teases. Uh, oh, he's not going to do it. And you're like, fuck, he's not going to hit him. Shit. And then one more turn. And dude... If it wasn't 2014 and Seth Rollins just hit Roman Reigns in the back, the way he dropped, same thing, to the knees. It was just, oh my God, it was amazing. And it was the next step to the saga, the Godfather saga, the Bloodline saga. Now we're in act, I don't know, two, three, wherever we're at. Now with all of this, First, Jimmy. You know, he's always been play-play buddy with Sammy. First one to give him a fucking super kick and knock him out. And then everybody beats the living piss out of him but Jay. Jay sat in the corner, drops down, rolls out, and leaves the ring and leaves the bloodline behind to keep beating up Sammy, but had no part in it. The best part... storytelling. But the best part about... I mean, you know, one of the best parts was... When Zayn did it, Jay started yelling at him. Yup. He's like, why the fuck did you do that? Why'd you do that? So good. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, I haven't heard Cornette review it yet. Uh, That that episode dropped uh, today of of recording. So I'm interested. I always like to get my opinion before I hear his. Because then it kind of ruins it when you watch the match. Because then you've got his voice and you're going off in your head. Um, I liked where this going. I okay. So where do we go from here? 
does it just is it just as simple as Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn going after Roman, or is it the bloodline starts to disintegrate and by the time we get to Mania, it's Roman on his own? Holy shit! Okay, I'm not, I'd never actually put that into perspective. I didn't think the bloodline would actually disintegrate. Possibility. I'd be not bad. That what if Jay sense. and what if what if Jay and uh, Sammy tag up? Nah, it's not going to work. But I do see, and from what I've been seeing in reports, it's going to be Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber, one on one, for the title. No. It's not what I want, and I don't think it'll happen. He's not going to dethrone him at Elimination Chamber. No. But I think that is where you will get your Usos and Sammy and Kevin. I think you were you called it. Yeah. I don't want it to be that, but it's going to be. Yeah. So, I. but, hey, man, I said at the end of this pay-per-view could have been done on TV, the storyline, the dramatics of all of it. Now, maybe it didn't pay for the pay-per-view like you would have in a pay-per-view, right? But you still got to pay for the pickaxe. Either way, you paid to see the end of one of the big parts of a storyline that's been going since April, May. It's been going for quite some time. As soon as he finished up with Jack, oh my God, that was the other thing that Roman said. You want to do this or you want to go back to do a jackass shit? shit. Yep. Whoa. (laughs) Yep. It's good stuff. Very on board. I was was very happy. So, can't complain about that. And, uh, you know, I've seen Roman Reigns take a guy, put him through a table. Let's get a table. Just bring it, bitch! Oh, my God! Just blame it on the mustache. Yeah, it fucking must be. Your fucking tongue's tripping over it. All right, man. Look at let's uh, let's talk about it. Uh, this past weekend, we've already brought uh, broke down what happened during the Rumble. I had my party. You had your time watching the Royal Rumble, and we both have put together our best of moments. You know, uh, one thing we may not it may not be abundantly clear when you're really listening to it, but did you by any chance pay attention to any of the women's clothing during the the Rumble? Zelina Vega was dressed up like a street fighter. Chun-Li, I think. Okay. Maybe. Nearly every one of them had a set of, like, uh, suspenders. They were just down at their side. No one was really? actually wearing them. They were just suspenders down near their hips. Every, uh-huh. like, like Probably, like, 19 of the fucking girls had it. Huh. And my favorite one was that a, one of the ladies comes out, and it looked like she had a thong on the outside of her pants. And Lil John had one of the best lines of the night. Someone goes, why are the underwear on the outside? He goes, ah, she ran out of time. <laughs> we had a good time, man. So, you know what? Here is the professor, Lil John, ODM. Here are the sounds of Royal Rumble. What? So... Roman and Kevin Owens are closing. Guys, this is it. This, this is, is the match it? already. Oh, Holy we shit. We can go to bed early. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there went one dollar. 
Oh, I love how you're looking at it. You know those two guys just beating up on the Irish dude? That was so unfair. I love when Racist, they're like, you would think, they're right? like frozen though. Doesn't they're not matter. really doing anything. Nothing they're just like... WWE. There's people who have... Someone kicked a baby into the crowd. Not a bullshit thing. The owner of this company fought his own daughter. This is real. There has been an 85-year-old woman that gave birth to a hand. A giant hand. Fathered by a large black gentleman. If I could just give you an hour of my time. Bullshit. What? There's always been those things like, oh, they got jumped backstage. <laughs> so he's so, so he doesn't now. But I say the same thing. I'm like, I have to go to sleep before him because the snoring is so loud. But I also can't sleep then because I hear oh. him stop breathing. You stop. All right, can we talk about fucking sleep apnea post match? <laughs> Fuck off. Jesus no, Christ. He can't sleep. I can't sleep. He snores. I snores. Fuck off. No, We're watching no. the Royal Rumble. You can sleep just fine. It's us who can't sleep. I know. Exactly. Shh. My snore <laughs> doesn't bother me at all. It's gotten a thousand times better. I just lost a fucking guy for no reason. It's supposed to be Rey Mysterio. Doesn't mean he still won't show up, though. All right, I'm going to put Rey in there, but... Because it was supposed to be Rey, so the spot is still Rey. Tag team, the Banger Bros are tag team with that guy. He's dominant. <laughs> the Banger Bros. Alright. <laughs> uh, is that right? 30? Yeah. You have both these guys. Sweet, that's some bullshit. Hey, that's some shit. And what numbers did you have? One and 30. One and 30. One and 30. Oh! Oh! Yeah, because this team lost. No. All right, we'll bet on the next match. We'll bet on the next match. We'll just see that team right there. You were all in about that? I said I knew it wasn't going to happen. I said I wasn't worried about it. She knew of it. Why is she ever thong on the outside? She's a rush. Five hours? Jesus Christ. Hardy? Who the fuck is that? Ah, the nice thing about watching it the next day, I can fast forward through all the crap. <laughs> Make you feel those bricks standing on the chair. Wait, they're starting with the rumble? Hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Applebee's. Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Dude! Fall away slam out of the ring. Holy crap. That bitch dead. Yeah, so Kofi almost died. Escobar's dead. Jesus. He's trying to rip the mask. He can't fucking do it. That's hilarious. So fucked up seeing Finn Balor's uh, graphic pop up. I really think Prince is going to come out and sing Purple Rain. Oh, God. What a twat. <laughs> yeah, beat his ass. <laughs> hmm. The Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. That's fucking hilarious. Please tell me that's a Mountain Dew Pitch Black logo in the middle of the ring. It fucking is. It's a black light match. 
Ah, Bray's all fucking painted up. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess it's better than Worms being on the mat. I wonder what the black lights if Naomi's gonna come out. <gasps> oh, God, he dropped him on his goddamn heed. I could've just had this match at a fucking roller rink in the 90s. The kendo stick's painted, too. Oh, yeah, look, the paint wore off on his arm. It's fucking hilarious. This is the worst thing I might have ever seen. Why did this need to happen? Kind of want a Mountain Dew right now. Somebody's up top. Yep, he looks up top, and there's Uncle Howdy. Oh, no, is he going to jump? Yep. Completely missed LA Knight, and then the pyro goes off. That's a good question, Pat. What the hell did just take place? Oh, it was... <laughs> oh, man. Blood, semen, and nearman. That's all I can think about when it comes to that match. It's just so weird every time I see it. I'm like, and the best part was the really logo. Skanky hotel. <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite lines from that. What was that? Like, well, it's a Mountain Dew logo in the middle of the ring. I guess it's better than worms. <laughs> Where we've come in the last four to five years, we're like, we'll take anything but worms. Mountain Dew logo. Fine. Pitch black. I got whatever. worms. I got worms. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Samsonite. I was way off. Swammy, slappy. Soho. Well, you typed Roho. You know, a lot of people think history is just facts, it's just information about the past. I know a lot of people like to believe that. I wish I could, but I was there. I wasn't here in a classroom. Hoping I was right, thinking about it. Well, pussies like you, we're back here partying, putting headbands on, doing drugs, listen to the goddamn Beatle albums. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Professor, take it easy, will you? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a uh, Ruby Rojo. Uh, so I may have been in a rush when I was writing it this week. Isn't that the guy from uh, Fifth Element? <laughs> you know what it's a mix between ruby soho and ruby riot okay it was ruby rojo that is who she is and that is our wrestler of the week i'm talking about dory elizabeth prangjay you know it's it's really funny when you see the when someone was born you know age 32 1991 this girl makes way more money than i do in life but my nose has been broken way less, and I have a way better mustache. But if you haven't known about this, she has been on the independent circuit, got started about 2010, and trained by the OVW, the Ohio Valley Wrestling, and as well as working in the Performance Center. But in the early days, she did work in the, oh, don't laugh at this one, ODM, but the Juggalo Championship Wrestling you know. Oh, God. Exactly. But she had the name Heidi Lovelace. That was her uh, ring name while she wrestled in certain independent pl uh, places, as well as while she was in Shine and Shikara with Stardom, because she did a good run of from about, let's see, it was early 2012 until mid-2015, did a big run in the Japan circuit, all the, the stardom again, as we were just talking about, and, and you know, which is becoming a bigger 
I think it's starting to make a bigger catch again. I can't say Sasha Banks made a big thing, but people who didn't know Stardom, and all of a sudden I'm seeing Stardom in my newsfeed. Mm. Left and right. So maybe it's just me, my algorithm, whatever. But for Ruby, her biggest time obviously came when she got to NXT in the end of 2016 and went by the name Ruby Riot. And after a couple of months in the NXT circuit, she did make her way to WWE. A year later, with the Riot Squad, which was her, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan. Which up until like a month ago, Liv Morgan was the only one who was still in this group. Who was actually still on the roster. Uh, which I wouldn't have thought about. You know what I mean? I would actually have thought, like, well, they're going to keep the wrestler. They're going to keep Ruby. You know, nothing against uh, Sarah Logan. I actually like Sarah Logan. But with Ruby Riot, she was the leader of this team. And in true WWE fashion, after they have ran through the SmackDown division for several months, we should break them up in the shakeup. Let's do a superstar shakeup. And... Well, that was the end of Ruby Riot. I hate to say it's the end of her in WWE, but at that point, it really was. Because she did a lot of different feuds uh, with, you know, she even feuded with Liv Morgan, her ex-tag team partner, feuding and having matches against people like uh, Ronda Rousey. Which yep. I will say, there was a string where <clears throat> Rousey faced each member of the Riot Squad before they broke up. Yep. And it was like a handicap match, and Riot she made, was yeah. so good. That's the last thing that I remember of Ruby Riot before she left WWE was her jobbing out to Rousey. Yep. And through the pandemic, it didn't help her because, you know, she was with Liv, and you're, you're pandering to an empty, quiet arena, and it's how the company wants to make you look. And she fell to the wayside and did absolutely nothing and was one of the big people who was let go on June 2nd in 2021. It was their second round, that Black Thursday, we called it, because it was Black Wednesday and the first one, then Black Thursday. And you called it. I called it. We said, she's going to be that Joker at All Out. And that was our first big pay-per-view we did together. And, man, when she came out and listening to Rancid's uh, Ruby Soho song, Destination Unknown. And, God, you almost hate to say this, but winning that match may have been one of the highest peaks for her since joining AEW. She's had some ups and downs, losing a lot of matches. She did go to the finals of the Owen Hart Women's Cup final, losing to Britt Baker. And, okay, all right, well, maybe she's going to get something going. And her and Ortiz tag up against Sammy and Ty Conti, Ty Mello, at All Out one year later and gets her face busted to shreds uh-huh. in a pre-show match by Ty. Yep. Now, why I'm bringing Ruby Soho or Ruby Rojo up today is because, to be honest with you, I think if you just gave her the right green light, she could be the right face to dethrone a Jamie Hayter. 
I'm not saying that she has to be the one to do it. You have to start from somewhere. And the crowd really does like Ruby. I feel like it's a missed opportunity for not doubling down on her. You brought her in, made her a big case, and nothing out of it. So this week's Wrestler of the Week for me, Ruby Soho, or as I'm going to now prefer to her as Ruby Rojo. Let's go to Monday Night Wars. Oh ho. Oh ho. Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Wait a minute, Doc. Well, what are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? Will we become assholes or something? Give me a hell yeah. You want a war? You're going to get me. Mick Foley is going to win their world title. Has been paid for by the New World Order. Come on, Vince. Step into the ring. My God, the battle lines have been drawn! D-Generation X invades WCW tonight! Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass! Have a nice day! We got you! to 11 p.m., we will only use the words ass, damn, hell, and bitch. We will never, however, use the words shit, fuck, goddamn, Jesus Christ, faggot, or any other racial or sexual slurs. Now then, as it pertains to video, we promise there will be less dick references. Oh, shit. Watch your fucking mouth. Well, fuck me. God damn it. Fuck. Anyway, there will be less penis references. Oh, and one last thing. Even though many of you believe that currently the favorite pastime in the oral office is swallow the leader, I did not. I repeat, I did not sleep with that young intern. As a matter of fact, I was up all night. <laughs> Road dog and Billy, Billy, go! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh my God! Don't you dare do that! The God, there's people in there! There's people in there! What the hell is so great about that? There's people in there! Ted, Terry, Funk, and Mick. For the first time in Monday Night Wars history for us, we're talking about a dumpster and Sonny's not involved. Let's talk about the wars. What happened? Bam, 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 whore. <laughs> we open up Raw with uh, probably one of the biggest DX segments ever. It's the standards and practices. The president of DX symbol flashes up on the screen. Three of them at the podium watching Hunter try not to crack up too much. And they just swear a lot. And it fucking, that was, you know. In the Monday Night Wars, you know, we always try to compare to what they tell you. This was like, the this was what really sent them over the, no, they were kind of already over. But yeah, this this was memorable. And this is, you know, spoiler, this is going to be nostalgia time with the professor. Uh, hmm. Because. All right. So 
I didn't watch Nitro on this night in 1998. I did this year. I remember watching Monday Night Raw. And the only reason I couldn't really get to change the channel was because I had to just not make flickers happen. Just I was just trying to keep everything as is because uh, <clears throat> I think it was like the third marking period or second marking period report cards came out. I was not supposed to be watching Raw this night. May have been a little bit of trouble. But I remember it vividly. Do you have any idea how hard it is to mark out for what happened between the New Age Outlaws and Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie? And meanwhile, in the time, kind of having a little bit of kayfabe. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, I believe in things, but the way Sonny's crying here, it kind of seems very real. It, they made it look weird. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, but no, I mean... I wasn't supposed to be watching. Well, you can watch now. And we're going to go over it. Yeah, I won't. Don't worry. I'm not going to see her until next Thursday anyway. Oh! Oh! You <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Your sister's coming over for a mustache ride. Boom. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. I ain't got a sister. <laughs> well, and your brother and I are getting really fucking weird. <laughs> uh, we get a continuation. Uh, DX comes to the ring. They've got a bunch of signs. They're dressed up as Uncle Sam. Um, They get the crowd hyped up. You know, let them fight. Let them fight. Talking about Austin and Tyson. Austin comes out. He says, it doesn't matter when I fight Tyson. He says, I won the Rumble, and that means your ass is mine. Gives China the birds. He's out. Next, I mean, you got it all in fucking one swift fucking move. We get a King of the Hardcore match between Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus Jack. There's an interview with Funk and Foley earlier in the empty arena with JR. This is literally a garbage match because there's garbage cans and even a fucking dumpster. For those of you who've been living in Iraq for the last 30 years, Cactus Jack gets up on the Titantron frame, elbow drop into the fucking dumpster, the outlaws come out. Wait, hang on. Into the dumpster as those little soft styrofoam peanuts oh, fly uh, in the peanuts. air. Pecking peanuts. <laughs> pecking peanuts. Yep. Yep. So, no. Kayfabe, pal. Uh, yep. Uh, outlaws come out. They lock the dumpster. You know the rest. They fucking, they look at, you know, they're like, oh, let's roll it down the ramp. Oh, let's roll it off this side. Oh, let's roll it on this side. They roll it off that side. There's obviously a crash pad there, but still pretty fucking nasty looking. JR sells the fuck out of it. Um, JR's line. What the hell is so great about that? So my question is this. Do you think inside maybe they had some like helmets they were able to put on for a a minute? You know what I mean? Like something. Because I feel like good spot, but it still had to hurt in some way. Right. Oh, no. 100%. I've always wondered how they did that fall without... Really getting themselves really injured because it it's, looks so it's good. It's Terry Funk and Mick Foley. Yeah, I know, but you're also <laughs> like, I don't want to get thrown out of a fucking uh, off a ramp in a dumpster tonight for no reason. Well, and never mind, they do. I'm it, sorry. I you, you Funk, <laughs> Jack, got it. Go. What I what I don't remember about this is how much and how long they sold this for. It was like 15 minutes. It was the when the NWO fucking 
beat the shit out of everybody backstage. Yep. It was literally that. And they did the same That's thing. What it was. Woman crying, but this time it's Sunny. Sunny. Yep. You fucking took the words right out of my fucking mouth. Vince is out there. He scolds the outlaws. Um, the roster goes after the outlaws. They do a backstage interview with JR afterwards, you know, remotely. But uh, And then DX comes in, and it's weird. It's like they're running them down, but at the same time, they're telling them, good job, you want to get those ratings, think about yourself, and suck it up. It was just, yeah, I, I you know, and I don't Sunny just that. kept crying just, over a dumpster toss. She did, she did. Did you hear she was going to be a police officer of recently? Yeah, yeah I mean, she has, well, it's she, only been a couple of weeks since she fucking graduated from the academy. Yeah, so she doesn't have the forehead for it. Probably the fucking chief of police. <laughs> All right, raw. Ladies and gentlemen, we at the top of wrestling would like to apologize for the unexpected interruption. We are experiencing technical difficulties and expect to return to our normally scheduled podcast momentarily. I hate to do this. I gotta fucking... I just gotta call about my dinner. Wow. Hey, hey, you should feel fucking proud, man, because just in honor of you, I ordered a meatball I ordered a meatball sub. We're professional as fuck. Oh, uh, yeah, I just got a voicemail about an order I placed uh, that they were out of everything bread. I just wanted to make a sub. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't say that, but that works. Yeah, Perfect. just make it as small as my penis. All right, thanks a lot. Yeah. Yep, bye. Eat a dick. <laughs> Give me my food, bitch. And we're off. We're in the fucking war zone. We get... So, I mean, what's the best thing to do when you've got these two guys that you just put all this heat on? Have one of them have a match. It's Billy Gunn versus Owen for the European the title. match, generally. Dog the, starts the... usually the follow-up. The, yeah, they, they've stayed away from that. That is right. Oh, God, I forgot about that. This guy died tonight. It's fucking terrible. And here's six midgets. <laughs> Owen jump starts it. He's pissed off. He locks in the sharpshooter. Dog goes to break it up. It's a DQ. DX comes to the ring. They just beat the shit out of him. Um, DX is egging on the outlaws to fucking throw Owen to the floor from the ramp. Again, man, when you look back at it, yeah. Kind of creepy. They they get stopped by the officials and stooges. They miss their cue because they started to do it. They did like the one, two. They stopped. They put him down. They did it again. Mm-hmm. Everybody came out and stopped them. We got Michael Cole uh, updates us from the. He's on. He's on the phone calling from the hospital, where McFoley and the other, <laughs> the guy, other guy, <laughs> you blank man, and you talk other about a brain fart. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm. I can't. Hey man, I'm thinking about subs. Man, I'm hungry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Cole calls just to say there's no updates because, you know, that's a good use of a fucking phone call. Next, you get the Headbangers versus Mark Marrow and his mystery partner. Marrow makes Sable wear the robe and disrobe him, and somebody throws candies into the ring. He tosses them. She gets them. She goes to the back. And he says, Mark Marrow's mystery opponent is one of the beautiful people. They're beautiful people. It's Marilyn. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Goldust has been on a tear this last couple months. 
He's dressed as fucking dollar store Marilyn Manson with Marrow badly singing Beautiful People. And Marrow wins with a low blow and a roll up. Solid. Solid match. <laughs> anyway, Team NWA cuts a promo on What's Bradshaw, worse? and Wyndham calls Bradshaw Yosemite Sam. Oh, kind of looks fucker. like you, yeah. <laughs> looks like somebody we know. Ming with the mustache. <laughs> so hoof. So hoof. The paw. Oh, you know what it is? You did. You just got done watching Super Mario. <laughs> that must have been. Why it. are you fucking with me and my mustache? <laughs> Yo, I'll put another fucking text in and make your sub, your meatball sub delayed that much more. <laughs> Where's that motherfucking wedding? It's not a at? problem. Fucking forget about it. Fungo. Let's go. <laughs> oh, jeez. Speaking of other things, I'd like to give the old Bafungul to his Tiger Ali Singh promo. Compares himself to the Asian Stallone or Schwarzenegger. We'll blow past that. Next, you get Farouk with the Nation versus Chains with DOA, Ahmed, and Shamrock. Fucking when Ahmed and Shamrock come walking down the aisle, it's like, is this a woman's calendar <laughs> shoot or something? Like, which one of them is going to be February? Me. Cole's on the phone again. Vince is at the hospital. Funk has regained consciousness, but fully. Am I being out. sued? Uh, I need to know. Point con- <laughs> Not <Yeah>. yet. Uh, <laughs> comma fucks something up. He argues with Farouk. Farouk just walks out because he gets counted out. <laughs> I am the ghost of future. In about 20 years, 25 years, an intern's going to be really upset with you. So That's is a paralegal. Yeah, hey, either way, he's still in the car. Uh, so we <laughs> next we get uh, Barry Windham and Jeff Jarrett versus Bradshaw and Flash Funk because wrestling. Uh, Cornette uses the racket on Bradshaw, but he no sells it. Cornette takes a bump. Team NWA just jumps Bradshaw. Uh, cool spot they got. Uh, Jarrett locking in the figure four on Bradshaw. Rock and Roll Express holding back the arms. Wyndham does a couple splashes on the knee. Commentary sells the fact that he's had like four surgeries. There you go. Uh, Cole calls again. Something's crazy. Crazy's happening at the hospital. There's police here. There's heavy security. There you go. I shit myself. Next. <laughs> yeah. I can't stop crying. Hello. All right. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're going to pass that one. Uh, Wink Collins is in the ring. I feel Wink like that would be Collins. a great name for what I would be with my mustache right now. I, it fucking suits you. All you need is the plaid jacket. You'd be fucking bang on. Let me go get my plaid. He's there hyping up how fast WrestleMania tickets have sold out. And then Kane comes out, threatens to hurt him, and Vader comes out. And says, I'm going to put your fire out right now. And sprays Kane with a fire extinguisher for about 30 seconds. Till he just leaves. I mean, smoke him out. You can't fight him? Smoke him out. Yeah, sure. That's what he did during his Hall of Fame speech. Smoke him in? (laughs) The Bells gave such an inspiring speech. I'm really excited to hear Vader's speech tonight. I shit you not, that may be one of the worst, funniest fucking things ever. 
He's dead. I mean his son. <laughs> Main event of Raw, Road Dog versus Austin. Billy does the intro for him. Uh, I think it's a DQ. The bell rang at some point. I don't even know what the fuck happened. Um, DX comes down to the ring. They beat down Austin. But here come Cactus Jack and Terry Funk to make the save. Uh, Funk is still in a nightgown and had an IV hooked up to him still. Uh, Cactus is in an arm sling. Austin chases DX to the back. And what a night. True story. I thought it all ended at the dumpster toss when I was in 98. I was like, well, that's all I could see. I didn't even see them come back that night. I thought they were out and gone for at least a week or more. Oh. I didn't until I watched it this week. I go, they fucking came back. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like shit. Hey man, the parents are on to me. I got to turn the TV off. Let me get to that squiggle channel real quick. <laughs> All right, could be <laughs> squiggle channel. Teddy. Ay ay ay. Squiggle squiggle. Is that where you learn to grow a mustache? Like that? <laughs> All right, man. Fucking do Nitro, please. All right. Moving on. All right. Jesus Christ. I've seen bigger chunks of corn in my crap. Nitro. Sting versus Hogan is going to be our main event. We open up Psychosis versus Hoovy. Hoovy wins. We get a promo from DDP uh, back on Thunder. He puts Benoit over, offers him a title shot. Next, we get Gene live this week in a ring with DDP, saying Benoit hasn't been promoted well. He deserves a shot. It's obvious the fans want him to get one. They think he's an up-and-comer, and I'm going to give him a shot Gene on Thursday. Mean Gene has a fucking sick mustache. That's why I did this. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Good cover up. But it's cool because I could be really creepy with women and be like, it's okay. I'm old and I just drink martinis. (laughs) (laughs) He looked like Napoleon Dynamite's Detective Sipowitz called. He wants his mustache so back. so mad what? because I've been talking to hot babes online <laughs> all day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty serious. Fonda. <laughs> and we've derailed. It's the wars. What do you expect? <laughs> all right, please move on. Please. Ultimate Dragon versus Kidman. Dragon wins. Flock flocks. Nash comes to the ring. He's got a match against the Steiners tonight. He says, you know what? In that last match, uh, Kidman did a, a, a variation of the power bomb. I'm no Mike Tanay, but I'm pretty sure it's called a Tiger Bomb. He wasn't escorted out in handcuffs. The man makes got a good point. He ain't uh, lying. He says, it's not the move, it's the man who does it. He ain't lying. WCW thought the Giant was a trump card and put me at my, on my back. I put him on a skull. Go ahead and find me. Not bad. Yeah. Not a bad promo. Never really known for being the best on the stick, but he kind of held it down on this one. Uh, hour two, Jericho versus Super Kahlo, still Ray in the Ray shirt. Uh, I think this is the first time he mentions the Jericho-holics. And uh, Jericho wins with a line tamer, retains. Next, I got really excited because if it's not next week, it's the week after that. I see William Regal come out, and I thought it was the match, but it's not. I think it's next week or the week after. Um, but he faces Booker T for the TV title. Booker retains. 
Next, you get Conan versus Hugh Morris. Morris goes for his moonsault. Conan slips in underneath, power bombs, power bombs him for the win. Commentary never said one fucking thing about it. Nash just cut a promo saying, hey, this guy did a, a power bomb and nobody said anything. He does a blatant, it's a fucking avalanche power bomb. Nah, no, no we're not going to talk about humorous. it. pretty humorous. Yeah, it's fucking st- <laughs> I think I might have just knocked my mic loose. <laughs> Yo, watching the frustration oh, from your face to you punching the table. Maybe my favorite part of the season so far. Oh, shit. I will say, oh, God. I don't think this is going to make it. In, it. It didn't make it in the cut. But part of our discussion this past week is the air at the uh, Royal Rumble. And so it came out the whole. Look at I. I can't speak Japanese fluently. You can't fucking do it accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it up and because I was like, it's pretty true. And I went to say like the simplest of names even there, and I was like, nope, oh, there it is. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, we're off the rails. Scott Hall comes out, does a promo. I saw a sign that said, Ray Trailer lives in a trailer. Uh, okay. Ha ha! This will be a um, good one. They're going to love this one on TV. <laughs> right. Uh, did you see the one from the Royal Rumble? <laughs> I saw a lot of good ones. I uh, refresh my memory. The yeah! <laughs> Little John called that out. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> That was a good so for one. Your listeners who don't know what a queef is. So No, 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 no. We're not doing that. I would do anything for downloads, but I won't do it. Hashtag top fucking Christ. Scott Hall versus Anvil. Spicoli runs in. He says, I've been you've been robbed. You won't wrestle until it's rectified. I'll wrestle for you. Hall wrestles anyway. You know Spicoli dies like a week from now? Uh yeah, wow. Way to bring it down, man. I went from tribal queefs <laughs> to death. Great. To Luger in ring with Gene cutting a promo. Then you get Mark Starr versus Goldberg. The Berg wins. Mongo versus Bulldog again. Match of the year candidate. They just fight off to the back. Let's see who yep. can get to the back to get our to our three, pain Hogan. pills first. <laughs> Let's go. Race. <laughs> Hogan and Bischoff come to the ring, talking about the injustices to NWO by Dylan and WCW. And Hogan says, this will be WCW's last stand, just like the Alamo, which <laughs> has no basement, brother. <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing that back. Sting has been stung twice. Yeah, uh, who gives a shit? Um, it's interesting because, yeah, this fucking episode is in San Antonio. Weird timing. Wow. Hattrick. No shit. Hattrick. Let me ask you this question. Did you happen to see that uh, uh, Stang has been missing pretty much since, like, before the end of 97? We haven't seen him. Well, thank God for I small guess. miracles. All right. Well, are you uh, you still looking at your phone at your menu for food? Yeah, pretty much now. Hey, man, I got kids to feed. 
I don't give a shit about your kids. Let's finish this podcast. <laughs> Disco Dung Pile versus Raven. Raven wins with the even flow DDT. It's great to hear fucking Shivani and Tanae be like, what does that mean? I don't even, even know. Hell. All right. It's basically Chris Jericho's music at this point. <laughs> Pretty close. Um, Nash is tagging with Buff tonight against the Steiners. It's the same fucking thing. Scott's in for the whole time. Frankensteiner for the win. Nash is egging them on as Rick and DiBiase are yelling at Scott, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Main event, Sting versus Macho. Sting repels into the crowd. Five minutes left by the time this the fucking bell rings to start the match. Macho pulls off the pad. Sting hits a fucking stinger splash on that exposed buckle. Macho hits the elbow. And at two... Hogan goes in and pulls Macho off, slaps him. Then Luger comes in, pulls Macho out, starts beating the shit out of him. The NWO tries to make the save. Hogan powder see you on Thursday. How's that for speed Monday Night Wars? Sounds we need to speed through, but at the same point, it's cut, copy, paste each week. Yeah, it it's is. The ending each week is, what's our schmaz ending that makes him want to come back next week? That's all it is. You have to have a plan. You have to know what you're doing. You have to have an evolution of your road to your next show. Ooh. Sound like you just queefed. It was the chair. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... order and final decisions are a completely bias-based order based off the professor and odm made it and as always they like to let you know they have not worked in the business but have been lifelong invested fans much like you our listeners with not only their opinions involved but with countless amount of hours of research done each week they make sure to provide proper facts and history to back it up however they do know that your opinion may vary from theirs if there is anything you want to chat about bring to their attention if there is something they missed or forgot or you just want to let them know they are out of their freaking minds Feel free to shoot them a message on Facebook or Twitter or email them at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com. As always, they do appreciate all feedback and continued support. At the end of the day, they want to make sure that you do see the best of the best before you die. And now, this week's top topic. Ladies and gentlemen, my, my guest right here joining me next to me is ODM. Myself, the way I'm talking right now, I'm trying to find myself to find my inner mean Gene Okerlund because the fact that not only it's WrestleMania and it's a big thing, but I feel like I look like him this week, so I should talk like me. No? All right, let's move on. All right, man. Let's talk the evolution of WrestleMania. Look, it. I teased it last week in talking about 
Look, I, I think they had better buildups through certain years. And I'm not going to say, okay, well, 2010 was way better than 12, but 11. So I'm not breaking down each one. I'm saying your evolution, what it became, what it built out to be, where are we at nowadays? And so let's get to the very beginning. All right, we got one through 38. So we're going to talk about each match, each moment, everything that happened. You ready, ODM? I'm ready to do it. One through three. All right, WrestleMania one through three. To me, it's your early stages. It was just getting your feet wet and making sure that you had a pay-per-view because that was the biggest thing at that point. We didn't have any other big shows. We did get your Royal Rumbles and Survivor Series a little bit later in the time, but for the first couple of years, it was just your WrestleMania. Your first year, you were banking really on... I mean, other than maybe Andre and Big John Sud with the Body Slam Challenge, you were really just banking on your main attraction, which was Mr. T, your actor, tagging with Hulk Hogan against Orndorff and Piper. And Piper, huh? For the first three WrestleManias to me, everything was about mainly either one match or your three championships. Two... And three, I think we're more about that. Two was just a weird clusterfuck. They're like, ha, we did one, one city. Let's do 18 cities in one night. Here we go. Yeah, <clears throat> that didn't work out well. It's funny. Nowadays would be your time to do it. And it's, they don't. It, it, sure. You tried it in 1986, and it was a, a sham. But, again, you know, when I say your three title matches, you got your tag, your Intercontinental, and your WWF title. Most of those build-ups towards WrestleMania began about December, January, somewhere in there. But WrestleMania 4 through 8, you started to see a theme, and that was working backwards. Now, somehow after WrestleMania 3, after Hogan defeated Andre, Savage dropping his IC title to Steamboat, one of the most overheel guys. How could we get the title on him? Well, he can't beat Hogan. No one can do that. So they had to do this whole weird double ref turn into a tournament for WrestleMania 4. But what that does is they're working backwards. The next year, it was Hogan, get, Hogan getting the title back. The next year, it was building a new guy in Ultimate Warrior. Or throughout the year, building a heel in sergeant slaughter for seven and hogan to regain it for america so each year was beginning with a let's see who is our next big guy next year or who are we looking to push the most and we'll work backwards and this is not me guessing this this is jim ross this is one of his biggest tell-alls is that that was how they did it they wanted to work backwards which i think was a great idea did it work every time no not necessarily, but it was WrestleMania nine that we introduced the very first time ever that it was the person who wins your Royal Rumble will now main event WrestleMania and challenge for the WWF title. Big thing, because your first couple of years, well, all right, let me, let me back that up. Your first year, I think you hit it out of the park. Yokozuna. Holy shit. 
Now we have a whole couple of months to think about how this big-ass dude is going to hopefully lose to Brett because we don't want Brett to lose, right? He's a, he's a good guy. And they found the way to fuck that up by WrestleMania 10. They're like, well, we're going to have two guys win with Luger and Hart. We don't know who we want this year. And then WrestleMania 11, same thing. You know, you have Michaels winning back-to-back, 95-96. 95, I think, was an experiment. I think they were like, let's see if Mm -hmm. we can get something with this guy. And, you know, to go back to clout from earlier today with our, you know, winnings. But how much clout is is Michaels going to gain out of being the loser at WrestleMania 11? So much to the point that he won the world title the following year after winning the Royal Rumble. He won the, the WrestleMania main event against Bret Hart. I couldn't have been happier with their direction and how they were doing this. You have, after this, well, and we covered it last last year. Okay, 97 was kind of a little bit of a clusterfuck because Sean lost a smile. Vader lost an eye, Undertaker won the title, Psycho Sid, Bret Hart, yada, 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 Taker's your champion. It got weird. The winning the Rumble to going to WrestleMania and winning, the way Yoko did, at least the way kind of Bret Hart did, Sean did, man, it came back with Austin. It was that what we're about to be covering within the next couple of months, and I won't give too much credit on or too much info on this, you know. But it was one of those ones where you're like, as soon as he won the Rumble, you're like, that dude's winning WrestleMania. He's the next push guy. Fifteen and sixteen, I think they toyed around because uh, you had Austin still going against The Rock, but. Their weird WrestleMania was McMahon and Austin throughout the whole thing. McMahon won the Rumble, you know, so it was like he had to fight off through McMahon to get there. And that's where we start to introduce your Elimination Chambers, your No Way Out, your St. Valentine's Day Massacre pay-per-view. And that's the one where Austin finally beat McMahon in the cage because Paul uh, Paul White got involved and Austin finally gets to go fight Rock at WrestleMania. You took the longest route around to know what everybody wanted and needed at the end. Right. 16. Okay, so your winner of the of the Rumble was Rock, and then you had Controversy. I'm okay with this a little bit because it was Big Show's feet looked like they didn't touch the floor. Rock did first, and so they were able to keep that going. All right, Controversy I'll take in wrestling, and it's still leading to WrestleMania. Led to a four-way, which is weird, but okay. 17, you have the redemption of Stone Cold getting the win, going to WrestleMania. Triple H, same thing. Redemption, wins the Rumble, goes to WrestleMania, beats Chris Jericho in the main event. And now, we're, this to me is where things kind of went awry. The moment you decided to have two titles by WrestleMania 19... You have your SmackDown and your Raw. What's what's your biggest match of the night? And not to quote CM Punk, but your main event is your main event. So when Angle and Lesnar were your main event at WrestleMania 19, 
what are we saying about Triple H laying there for 45 seconds before Booker T pinned him? For right, but Booker the T. point yeah. being is, or I'm sorry, vice versa. It was Booker T laying there. Um, what are you saying about your other title? And it kind of began the weird evolution that to me, it was a hard. I think that WrestleMania became not about your one big match and build around it. Now it's how many stars can we build at WrestleMania? Because by WrestleMania 2021, 20, all right, you know, Benoit winning the, the Rumble, going on winning the championship, that was your that was your big one. From there, you have your Rumble winners, but you also had your marquee matchups. I would argue with anybody that the night of WrestleMania 21, which was John Cena versus JBL and Batista versus Triple H, the match between Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle rivals and bettered everybody that entire night. They began to have your marquee matchups, Undertaker versus Orton. You know, you go back to WrestleMania 1 through 4, a lot of those matches were just Tito Santana versus Executioner. Uh, you know, it was just random right. thrown together who could put on a match tonight for us. You know, even Legion of Doom took on Power and Glory, and you're like, eh, fine, but at the same point, meh. <laughs> they started to make each right. match a marquee, a showcase, which I'm cool with. I actually was all right with, but your new evolution of WrestleMania... It didn't begin at Royal Rumble. The way they make it seem like, oh, you're punching your ticket to go to, Royal, to WrestleMania. If you can hopefully defend it at No Way Out or Elimination Chamber as well. Kind of got a little quirky. And WrestleMania 21 through 30, I really believe that your two world titles and having multiple marquee matchups kind of ruined your big evolution of what is the road to WrestleMania. You could build some matches and it was cool. You know... One of them was in the Rumble, actually, same year. Shawn Michaels was eliminated by Kurt Angle, who wasn't in the Rumble match, and it led to your WrestleMania match. Now that I'm down with. But now let's skip to WrestleMania 31 through 35. You get, even through this year right now, we have zero idea what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Minus the year that we knew it was Rock and Cena for a, a solid year in advance. Yeah. You don't know what a good chunk of your WrestleMania card is, or even four matches, we'll say, by mid-February. How? Yeah, because, I mean, you, you said it. The titles can change, so that, those matches yeah. are up in the air. you know. And I get it. That's the whole thing. Anything can change, and it could be fun, you know, and, and that's what makes wrestling different. But it is WrestleMania, and you're kind of screwing yourselves by... Yeah. Kofi didn't get the match with Brian Daniel or Daniel Bryan until like two weeks before WrestleMania. The whole Kofi Mania thing, yeah, I they loved it. That whole it thing the, with Vince. Yeah, the beginning, yeah. all the fighting, the gauntlets, great. However, you should do those gauntlets in January and made it build where it was about character or storyline, whatever it is, with Kofi and, and Bryan at the time. Other than Kofi Kingston. From WrestleMania 1 to 35, tell me anything that has had a, a really decent build-up from at least mid-January on. I'll wait. Well, yeah, keep podcast hoping. land doesn't like dead silence, so I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead and say no. There you go. 
It sucks, man. Now, I will give you 36 and 37. I'll give you that the pandemic hit. And you have your 36 performance center. I don't care. It is what it is, man. You still may do with what you did with Lesnar yeah. and McIntyre. Uh, Edge coming back with Orton. It's all got to be... Yeah, it all has to be marquee matchups pretty yep. much because you're handcuffed. The following year, 37. When it started raining on the first night, that was an omen telling you you, sh- you fucked up. You should have just had one night and should have just sit down on Sunday. I'm not a fan of the two-night WrestleMania setup. And now we are going on the third straight year that it is two nights. And most of these things could be done in one night. Last year, we saw some mm-hmm. great matches. Yeah. But I bet you if you took out Rick Boogers uh, breaking his knee in the ring against the Usos, <laughs> um, you take out yeah. just certain things. I will say, actually, you know, speaking of like things that were said during our uh, watch along during the Rumble, I was like, yo, Becky looks really good. Way better than the Davey, David Bowie thing she had going at WrestleMania. <laughs> But my 100%. point is that you could have combined both nights of WrestleMania, made it a four. If you needed to go five hours, fine. But you didn't need two nights. And the problem is, I think, from 36 yeah. to 38, everything could have been done in one night. Especially, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Once the pandemic hit, why did you even bother going two nights? That was your perfect chance to opt out and go, ah, we said two nights because Wrestle Kingdom and New Japan did it. And we're going to go back to one night. Yeah, you could have did it and fixed it right there. Now you're now. Mm. Uh, Keep doing it, hey man. Make it eight hours and just do it on Saturday. You know what I think would be great? Start at eight a.m. Just fuck it, and I'll tune in when I want to and see what I see. Look at the, to me, the evolution of WrestleMania used to be one of my, or and I'm sorry, not the evolution, the road to WrestleMania used to be one of my favorite things. Man, Royal Rumble, it was like, what am I going to be seeing in? March and April, because guess what? I'm a goddamn Buffalo Bills fan. I have zero reason to be paying attention to anything else right now. Rumble, get me excited. Some years, it did. Some years, it fell short or fell flat with the Rumble, and you had to wait to watch the Chamber or No Way Out or Fastlane. Vroom. Fastlane. Let's get the Fastlane to WrestleMania. They've ruined it. Terrible. You ask me if you want to have a straight-up excitement heading towards uh, WrestleMania, get people involved the way they used to be, stop with the two nights and start really beginning your road to WrestleMania at the Rumble. If that's what you're going to say, it all begins here tonight. But does it? Because right now, yeah, Cody and Ripley won, but... Who's the saying SmackDown? She doesn't go, you want to face me for this, Charlotte? Ha, ha, ha. Because wrestling. Because, yeah, Vince wrestling. Oh. So I, I I had better hopes for the last couple of years, and I'm hoping that we, you know, we've had some ups and downs and ebbs and flows when it comes to your evolution and your road to WrestleMania. Hopefully we get to a better road this year. It's off to a very obvious start. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what do you got? You got the Romans thing or however that's going to play out. That's going to be and something. Then slash Cody. You're going to have Cody involved somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And then I hope what? Cody plays the Daniel Bryan. 
I hope they have a three-way match at WrestleMania. Oh, God, it's right. <laughs> because it's wrestling. wrestling and a guy kicked a baby in the crowd. I felt like that was the best way to explain wrestling to someone who has never watched it before. I'm like, look, it, I'm going to explain wrestling to you. Fucking nailed the it. The guy kicked an infant baby yeah. in the crowd. Because. Yeah. Fuck, fucking Again, nailed it. If you just watch wrestling, wrestling isn't wrestling, one of the best things of all time. Just it explains so much. Thanks for listening to us this week. It's been a long one. It's been a good one. And that is what she said. Next week, we are back with a movie of the week. We're also back with a wrestler of the week. We're back with Bring It to the Table. We're back, we're back with the Monday Night Wars. And maybe some good stuff happened after Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite. What happened this week? We'll find out and we'll bring it all to you next week. This is the top of wrestling. I am the professor, Mark Fantasia. I bid you a farewell. He is the ODM. He is the Joe Rizzo. He is the man who gives you five words each and every week. You're the busted Tom Selleck. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs>